0: true these other sightings were years ago but it's still considered new to us disclosure yeah. you know even the navy videos that came out and stuff like that you know
1: right. yeah well that's the first thing i found when i googled because i thought well maybe you know i guess i haven't been focused on that but then i'm thinking about the year i had and i'm like no there's been a lot of activity and so I Googled it and the first thing it came up was a huge article on the military disclosure of all the activity in space and with UFOs right now, not just in space, but they're finding, um, unidentified objects in the water, all kinds of things. And I'm just like, dude, that was the first article. <laughs> it's like, go Google it. <laughs> but anyway, um,
0: yeah, you're fine. Absolutely. You're fine. So, yeah. I don't know what video that was and when it came out or when that was commented but yeah i'll i, I that's hard to uh argue about that one i know so
1: good. and then i've been hearing um like people that don't know that daniel's been saying new technology is going to be revealed too
0: Uh oh you you're know, thinking they, what i'm thinking
1: <laughs> well i like my son he doesn't know that that that's one of the things daniel talked about and he was like isn't it cool that this that they're figuring out um what is it uh something fusion and fusion um, drive or fusion, fusion, drive fusion? and, fusion? and fusion? that they're finding new sources of energy and i'm like thank you <laughs> <laughs> I like all of that stuff so then when i hear about it it's like cool so that is happening and um you know other sources of energy are are coming out so that's cool uh, i do remember
0: that, that. I, I every time something new comes out that's technology wise i think of that video so. where daniel was talking about that kind of stuff absolutely and i agree with this point so the people from edge of wonder they were talking about how you know what by them saying like oh we discovered this and now we have the technology we finally got to the point where you know, we're getting more energy than what we're putting into it, right? And I believe this point 100% is that they've been having it for over a decade, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. what you see now, it's like they discovered that over 10 years ago, you know? Yeah, they're way past that
1: and just disclosing it,
0: yeah. Right, right. And I think it's just coming down to, they they see what's going on with the future, you know? A lot of things going to electric electric cars batteries and so on so i I think they they know eventually they're gonna have to make some changes
1: now yes indeed well yeah i mean we want our flying cars right Mm -hmm. (laughs) or teleportation systems that we don't even have to get in a car we could be doing this in person i'd be like i'll be right over and
0: then boof. <laughs> <laughs> teleport
1: you'll be like at least wait till tell him out of the shower <laughs>
0: so yeah
1: <laughs> okay. now i've
0: been uh i need to take more notes into my little excel file because it'll be easier and quicker for me to come up with but to go along with your videos i do remember that time when you said buy extra supplies because there's going to be a shortages so that kind of came true in a way. I mean, true. And it's not like it was severe to where people were going to be starving. But, I mean, I no, remember. They
1: were limiting how much you could buy. I experienced well, that.
0: Well, that that's true, too. Uh, I never had to experience the limiting part unless it was something specific. But it, it never affected me. But, you know, eggs, orange juice, uh, dairy products, all the wiped price? out. You know, oh, okay. that, yeah. that time with rice, you know, there wasn't even a bag of rice on the shelf. It was gone. So, so I remember that one that was in the video that you talked about. And, and then I still can't find that video. And I know someone found it, but when you predicted that, uh, or Daniel came up with the information about people leaving the earth, you know, to show them yeah, love the, and everything. The
1: one that later we're like, oh, maybe this is a different one. Right, was that the same right. With the COVID prediction stuff that we didn't know was COVID till later.
0: Yes. 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 He was like, you know, in that video in that session, you know, it said that people, you know, are going to believe in There's purpose. There's reason. Show them love. Don't be in fear. I'm like, maybe that was what was being discussed. You know, maybe that's what they were talking.
1: Well, and, about. Yeah, and they said everyone was going to know somebody. That's left the planet, and everyone does. Everyone does, and everyone was affected, and it was global. But I think it brought us all together stronger.
0: Yeah, I even made some notes. You know, like I mean, I need to take more and keep track of it all. But I mean, there's all kinds of predictions so far that has been talked about in people's sessions that have came true. So you want to hear about the Nostradamus thing, the Nostradamus psychic moment? want to hear it so i'm reading nostradamus and dolores cannon's book volume two so i'm reading this i guess i'm three a quarter uh, of it uh through so i'm reading it i'm like they keep bringing up the antichrist and this individual and and now they're getting into more details with this individual more of his background you know like how you how he grew up as a child and so on and it started talking about this evil priest and how he wanted to groom him into this certain individual, certain leader that he wanted him to become and everything. And this priest happened to be a very, very evil individual. So I'm reading a book and, I'm, and they're talking about how his parents died in the uh, Egyptian war, Israel versus Egypt, the war that they had and that it, this little boy's parents got assassinated. So I'm like, man, that just doesn't seem right. Does not seem right. Like something's just like, I felt it. Like it was right there. And I'm like, man, I don't know what it is. And I'm reading the book. I'm half, you know, on that page. I'm halfway through. And they saw it talking about something else, how the priests wanted him you know, oh, I know what it was. The question from Dolores was, well, wouldn't this little boy or this young man pick up on this evil priest, like the evil from this priest? And in that session, I was like, no, because he has so much love for him that he blinded him from his evilness that he had towards the world. And it was like, okay, well, that makes sense. And, man, I was like, you know what? i bet you that priest killed that boy's parents like he had something involvement with killing that boy's parents go to the next page page 111 sure enough (laughs) two lines later yes because that priest killed his parents
1: wow chills
0: (laughs) i was like oh psychic moment (laughs)
1: i'm predicting predicted.
0: I, I just it was like right there i was like i just felt it and i was like something just doesn't seem right with this story like i would not be surprised if this priest killed this boy's parents just wow yeah you know. so i still don't know who, who the individual is yet but they gave a birthday in a year that he was born so but uh for me reading this book on a side note i feel like it it doesn't deal with that part because that part dealt with the 90s and the early 2000s so I think the reason why I'm reading this book now being drawn towards it is because of what's happening now with like the great genius and everything in the future Mm. so I feel like that's the part that I'm drawn to the most and I have to like get through because you don't know what page is gonna have what information on it, and I don't want to skip anything. But I'm like, have to get through all this stuff from the 90s, you know, projections of the 90s and so on. But they'll throw in like little nuggets too, you know, about like the great genius that comes after the, the Antichrist for this individual. So I'm like, man, is this uh, Elon Musk? And you know, there's like they're talking about like organic computers processing chips how he how this individual wants to go to mars and and help out with the exploration of mars and i'm like that has to be him (laughs) if not someone close to that you know close to him or something someone heavily involved with that so and i was like man that is very very interesting i posted on twitter and a couple people said yeah i thought so and i posted on instagram too and someone said something but yeah yeah it's very very interesting you're the predictor
1: (laughs) you know (laughs) and tying into those tethers that they're throwing out there Mm -hmm. so so that he's a good guy right
0: the great genius yes what I'm saying
1: well that would make sense if, if it's him
0: I guess it depends on whose point of view it is because maybe from a bad guy's point of view, he's a bad guy because he's stirring up things.
1: True, yeah. Yeah, if it it goes in your favor, they're the good guy. If it doesn't, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Look at us with our new perspectives on the world of nothing's really good or bad it just is really you know
0: just watching it play
1: out yeah just kind of like hey we graduated to the we're joining we're joining daniel with the bucket of popcorn watching the show (laughs) like see why you do that now (laughs) like not it's not it's not as big of a deal as we all are making it to be so
0: and daniel's eyes it's just one big movie
1: (laughs) a big movie what's What's happening next? So, mm-hmm. speaking of movies, I want to get to that new Avatar one now that it's out.
0: Oh, the new Avatar?
1: Yeah. Apparently it's three hours long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it?
0: No, I have not. My co-workers were talking about it at work. Mixed reviews so far. But for me, I, I'm easygoing, so I'll probably just like it regardless, you know?
1: Right. Like, like the see, not everybody goes into it looking to see. Like, in the first avatar, I kept thinking, there's so many messages in this movie. You know, it's like, what are they showing us? What are they telling us? And the big one for me was that transfer of consciousness, which helped me understand that we do that and we have avatar bodies that we transfer to. That's why we don't need this one. So when we leave our bodies at night, we can go and shift into one of those avatar bodies and and do what they're doing in that movie. Have a body and interact and then leave that and come back to this one.
0: All right. So, like the light bodies, is that what you're talking about? The energy bodies?
1: Our light bodies. Yeah. Okay. Our soul self can leave like when we go to sleep at night and we travel. We can we can connect with another body and and interact in another world or another dimension from a physical standpoint because we have a physical like like we do here container i've been calling them containers um or daniel I don't call it
0: vessels container. anymore <laughs> yeah,
1: the container you're in now and then the container you'll go to and then there's supposedly one container that your soul's tethered to like in, in avatar it was he was tethered to the human body that was handicapped in the wheelchair and, but he would transfer over to the other body. And then uh Peripheral, have you watched any of that? Uh, I think that's on Prime that
0: Sounds familiar. I don't know. What...
1: They what... they have a gaming headset, and they put it on, and then... They're... Okay, is that
0: in the movies, or is that Netflix?
1: No, that's like a Netflix or Prime time or something like that. It's called Peripheral.
0: Oh, okay. I have it's not seen that yet, but they're... I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. They think they're playing just a really advanced video game okay but they're actually being i don't think i'd ruin the show for you they're actually being transferred into another time into a a physical body
0: i did watch the previews and the trailers for it so it looks like they go into i thought maybe the future oh it looks like the future so i did see some clips of it on youtube so
1: yeah some of the storylines like yeah but the concepts are what i like it's like okay they're showing us stuff here Right in plain sight, they're showing us these things, you know. <laughs> um, so that's the way I kind of look at some of those. It's like maybe the the storyline isn't the best, but you know, of course, it's an action shoot 'em up, you know, kind of thing. The other one that was really good was the um, Westworld. HBO has it. Westworld.
0: Gotcha. That's been out for a while, right?
1: That one's been out for a while, but the idea of that was that humans made them. And yet they were like humans, they had feelings, they were evolving, they were um, you know, learning things, and then every time they would die, they would get reset and put back out there, kind of like reincarnation. And
0: oh, no. Um,
1: and they thought of they thought of the creators of that West world as God and they were made in God's image and they were using symbology like that. Well, at the end of that, um Because they are a program, the programmer programmed a new world for them. New world, new earth. Mm -hmm. And when they transferred over to that, they wouldn't have any of the troubles that they had here in Westworld. But they also couldn't take their bodies with them. But they wouldn't know they weren't taking their bodies with them because they get a new digital body in their new world. And so they were showing all these people going through this gateway. And it was off the edge of a cliff, so they would show them going into this gateway, and then the body would drop off the cliff, and they and then they would show them moving on, the clue that their bodies were there. And I'm like, Julia, <laughs> it's the new Earth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's
1: like, so many people copied that. <laughs> and it's like, um, but anyways, again, a gory everybody shooting each other up and killing each other, and a lot of um,
0: in Westworld.
1: Yeah, in Westworld, and when they have them in their um, shutdown mode or they're interviewing them, they're always sitting there naked, which I'm sure is just a crowd pleaser thing to do. It's like, it doesn't make sense why they all have to be naked all the time. (laughs) It's like, okay. But anyways, (laughs) it was an interesting, it was interesting to watch that and see what, what was being created with that because they're working at getting out of that, getting out of that cycle of being, the entertainment for these other people would pay to go to Westworld and then they could do whatever they wanted because these were robots, but the robots were evolving and had feelings and were very realistic. And they were growing. So it really even though they acted like they were just doing this to robots, they were still these robots were developing a conscious mind. So it was interesting. I thought that one was it was well done, and its concept, again, didn't have to be as bloody and gory, but they do that to get people to watch it, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Did you know... I, I just realized this, because I just looked it up, but Westworld, it's from the 1970s, like 1978.
1: Yeah, I was just seeing that there was other versions of that, too. Yeah. I pulled it up, I was like, not that one, not that one, those are older. <laughs> but yeah, the, it's... It's funny. It's like, oh, we've had this information all along. Hmm, Interesting. But I thought it was kind of cool how they made them a new world. And if they walked through this this digital screen, their program would transfer over to the world, but the body would fall away. And, you know. Hmm,
0: hmm, Makes you.
1: Will we take our body with us?
0: (laughs) Makes you wonder, makes you think like. You know, it always reminds me when I hear stuff like that, like what the movies are saying and and what some of the sessions talked about, about how, you know, I'm going back to the series with the New World Order and the New Earth, you know, like, what if they're trying to use these movies to project what they believe is the whole concept of the New Earth to the collective? Yeah. Like, hey, this is what you, you think this is what you feel and this is what's going on. Well, here's a movie for you to create what you feel and think and try to pull humanity into a certain direction Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: it kind of reminds me of, of that you know if that's what they're trying to do is to one pull us in that direction or two they think they're trying to do bad by showing it like that but in reality by them even showing a different reality a different concept it could be backfiring in a way and, and people are just waking up to that like, oh, yeah. hmm, that kind of, some of that felt like truth, you know, like, what is well, that?
1: Then, yeah. And look at the evolution of that. Like, like Westworld, when we first, when people first watched that, there probably wasn't even on the radar, the possibilities of what they're showing you in that movie. And now watching it in their new version of it, it's like, oh my gosh, they're showing us so many things here you know it's like if if we were brought into this earth from star seed you know from these star beings and we are made in their image the Palladians, the andromedans and such forth and all the different collectives you know it's like here we we come down here and we create this god figure and we're made in that image but, and and it just kind of simplified it for me it's like okay somebody created us and and we treat them like a god but are they there's something else out there beyond that thing that's maybe more of what that resource or that creation is versus the actual ones that biologically created you know we're probably like like we tease we're probably some science experiment for the equivalent of a 10th grader in high school in the astral realms
0: <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> right my own
1: universe, mommy. so robots.
0: here's a, here's a question for you so um uh, for the west world stuff so these robots felt like they were alive like they felt yeah, like they
1: didn't know that they were robots
0: so all right so they probably had some type of consciousness or something right
1: yeah well and they they had programs like they had certain lines that that they would say every time they got reset they would start that program over and they would say those lines and um, but then they started um, evolving out of those lines like they was they would have different conversations too they would have certain freedoms and then certain things that were programmed Another one that was coming around that kind of reminds me of that was the name of it's really dumb for what the movie is, but it's like the devil's number or something like that, and it, this woman keeps waking up at three 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 and she can't figure out why. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, then the whole story, it's it's like a series, you know, and what the series is is this guy, this guy realizes that time is a loop and it's not linear. And every time you die, you start that loop over in the exact same family, the exact same everything. And all the stuff runs through exactly the same. And after about 10 times through that loop, he's starting to remember that, oh, this is where I die. So he chooses to do something different. Deja vu. This this feels familiar. Uh... He chooses to do something different. And then he lives longer the next time. And then he dies. And then he comes back and he plays that all again, re- figures it out again, does something different lives a little longer, gets to the next death point, realizes it again uh, <laughs> a bit longer. So each time he's living a little bit longer, and then when he dies, he comes back and starts over from that same, in that same family, that same, same character, and I thought, well, sometimes I wonder if we hit a reset, like, that. <laughs> if we. how many times do we live this particular lifetime till we get it right, like Groundhog's Day, keep doing that day over and over and over again until you get it right. Mm. with the lifetimes because again these lifetimes are not as long as we think they are so
0: right hmm well circle back on the west world thing um always saw it like this too so what if they were consciousness what if it's the same consciousness that we get our consciousness from and it just happens to be you know we mentioned pods or vessels or what you called it <laughs> what you called it earlier container, container. <laughs> so you know what if you know because it reminds me of a, a a chapter in Dolores Cannon's book that these advanced beings were creating these robots and to power these robots instead of using a program all they would do is take a piece of their consciousness upload it into this robot to do these tasks that they didn't want to do Oh wow And what was interesting in that chapter was that <clears throat> so there was two advanced beings on this ship one was male one was female and so the male uploaded his consciousness in, in it and then the female did the same thing to her robot you know and they repeated the process and these two robots wind up doing something and then they wind up falling in love because that male advanced being, had strong feelings for the female on the ship. So it duplicated into the robots. And like, they were like, and this robot wanted to save the other robot. So I was like, huh. So I was like, somebody should make a movie about that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it was very interesting. So when you tell me about Westworld, it kind of reminds me of that whole situation. What if it's just a form of consciousness that that program or advanced robotic? vessel is just tapping into just source energy you know and it's just maybe it's a different version of it a different aspect of it you know
1: yeah yeah well think about it this way let's break it down even simpler if your source energy and you are made from source energy and you're creating something rather you're transferring consciousness or not, you're creating something that mm-hmm. is still being created from source energy because that's where you come from, right?
0: All right. So I'm with you.
1: That would automatically be what you're saying. It, it would be source energy. It would be consciousness. It would Right. It would, you know,
0: instead of like looking at it from us. like something digital or a computer, a program that, hey, maybe it is something more that yeah. you know maybe source energy wind up or the cosmos of something just download it or inserted consciousness into this mechanical being you know makes you wonder makes you that's think yeah <laughs> if they can do it in Dolores Cannon's like the book they can
1: we go down <laughs> they can do
0: it in the movies too you know
1: <laughs> right. that's right everywhere we've got this all right
0: perfecto man that's that's going to be part of the mystery hour with uh the quantum stargate all oh, that juicy information
1: <laughs> yeah there you go miss, that sounds good <laughs> so,
0: do you have any messages you want to disclose or talk about before we begin
1: um trying to think any announcements in other words um i don't think so like the trip to florida we were we were just we were working with um so here's a fun story about this little ring um i think you i'm trying to remember if you met laura who i call corsey yeah Corzi was at east study she was with larry and trees, okay and um anyways she had gone to argentina And she came back with this ring and she comes to the workshop and she says, so I have a story about this ring. I got to the store. Bring it
0: closer to the camera. So it looks like a blue stone ring that is carved out. It's blue with many lines through it. What do you think it is? Lapis? Lapis?
1: Probably something like that. And she probably told me what it was, like a blue quartz or a blue Very beautiful. Something like that
0: oh that's nice so
1: so she tells me she's in the store and she's looking at this ring and she's drawn to it and then she sets it down she goes to walk away and she said it was like leaving a child behind (laughs) and i was like (laughs) and i go oh my god i had the same experience when i went and got uh some crystals in idaho i was looking at the magician cut stone and And I was looking at it for the person I was with and they weren't drawn to it. So I gave it back to the lady and started walking away. And I had that same experience. I can't walk away from this. It's like leaving a child behind. And she goes, well, I'm glad you said that because when, because I was told I need to buy it and then it wouldn't fit on my finger. She said before she put it on her finger and it fit fine. And then once she bought it and walked out of the store, it wouldn't fit on her finger anymore. And she uh, said, huh. so why did you have me buy this if it wasn't if I wasn't gonna be able to wear it?" And they came. And what came back to her was, "You need to bring this to Tracy." Mm-hmm. So now I have this beautiful little ring, and so I held it. And um, so the session that I had with one of the people that was coming to the Florida, the Journey to Jupiter workshop that we did he had an Ascension session with me prior to that and he was coming to it. So he wanted to know what was his draw to the journey to Jupiter. Mm -hmm. And he was told that we would be working with crystalline city energy there. And I don't know if you recall, but that that was one of the things that I kept being told about. Why do I keep going to, to Florida? And it was because they're activating the crystalline city there and they're bringing back the healing waters. So, he's telling me in the session that that we're gonna be working with that crystalline energy. He had no idea that I had had prior conversations about any of that for Florida. He had none of that information. So I was kind of mind blown that he was getting that same information. So she gives me this ring Why I'm sitting in Florida at the house, We it was the night before our workshop was gonna begin. So I sat with it and I said, why did you need to come to me? And they said, this is the key to the portals to the Crystal City. Right there. And I get chills saying it. So anyways, there's there's my little key. Now so show it I'm one
0: more there. time since it's just the key to the portal.
1: To the portal. <laughs> it's a dark
0: blue. It, it kind of almost looks it's like a, a, big,
1: a. It's a nice big ring.
0: Goes from dark blue to light blue.
1: So we passed this around the room. There was 28 people in, uh, and then four of us as the facilitators and we had alex there too so 20 uh four, five so 33 of us oh yeah that was the other thing we had 33 people in the home um so that was kind of cool it, <laughs> it was 111 miles from or an hour and 11 minutes from the airport for us to get from the airport to the house so we had the ones and then sarah uh, breastman cosme she was driving and it was um, I forget 222 miles from her driveway to the driveway of the house. So we're having all these away all the from the keys. away <laughs> yep, from the keys. She drove her little self and she <laughs> what a trooper. That's a long drive. So, anyways, keys to the portals to the crystal city, right there. And everyone passed it around, put their energy into it. And then it was cool because um, because we talked about this in the workshop. Because it was such a, you know, just like this mind-blowing thing that was happening. And so people would come up and, you know, eventually the ring would make it back to me. And it would make it back to me. And then somebody else would come up and be like, can I hold it for a little while? So everybody kind of took turns holding it and putting energy into it. And then I ended up being the one taking that home. So, but I have a feeling it's only here for a little while. And then it's supposed to move on to to another to another location so it's a care keeper yeah (laughs) you (laughs) babysit apparently it's going to be with me for a little bit as a little activator sitting right here activating now and anyways um, so that was kind of a cool thing just to remind everybody that we are there are things happening even if we can't see them or you know there's collectives all over the world that have been working And opening things and sending love and light into the planet and to people and all the good things. And, you know, we're not alone. Sometimes it can feel like we're up against the world, but it's just the stuff that has to play out so it can be released and, and move on. And, you know, when we've got our junk coming up, we're not very pretty about it sometimes either. So that's just what's happening on the planet. It's just not pretty right now, but... Uh, some, some things are, and some things are working themselves out. So we just need to remember that if we want to move through it faster, the best way to do that is to send that, that thing that's causing you discomfort, send it love and, and acceptance and just tell it what a great job it's doing. It's so wonderful that everything's working out and it's, it's healing, you know, just keeps <laughs> it, that kind of energy anyway so that's been a big theme the last few months is that just kind of remember remember we are in what what's that saying things will get worse before they get better kind of saying it's like yo, if you if you are a news watcher you or you go down the rabbit holes you're gonna find things you know you just are and if if that's what you want to do great but don't get angry don't get in the frustration of it because then you just feed that energy you gotta mm, you gotta look at gosh. it and remember the mm-hmm. way to change it is to it's like your shadow self, right? Is to love that part and know that it's playing its role. Thank it for its service, now move on. No. Right, right. <laughs> I love you. Now go go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what I what I like to do is find like the conversation points, you know, like you know, like let's say you reading Dolores Cannon's book. And then you're reading like, whether it's uh, the rabbit hole conversations and stuff like that, stuff that's going on in the real world. And you're like, okay, is this what Dolores Cannon was talking about in her book? Or the, or was this one of the things that Tracy was talking about in her session? Or, you know, one of the other practitioners in their videos, you know, like here they are, they talking about, you know, I'm going to mention the children thing. So that was one of them that somebody was talking about in one of their videos, you know, freeing the children, releasing the children. I think even you brought that up as well. So it's like, okay, now there's these videos coming out about, you know, about the children. So now you're like, oh, is this what they're talking about? Is that what, what is going on? Cause it was hard for me to wrap my mind around it. Like, how can this be done? Like, yeah. like how and why, you know? And then I don't get, angry at it but i just was like ah i see i see you know the connection between the two and then i hope for the best i hope for things to get better it's always the best
1: the best best. yeah one of the things and you know i can't remember what we what all we've talked about but i know it's been a while since we talked so one of the things that have
0: that was my fault people been busy (laughs) Been
1: busy sorry guys And one of, one of the sessions I was doing with someone, it was very clear, like they had shown how, you know, we're doing all this ancestral clearing, but we're also in this Ascension thing. And I think as a collective, um, you know, I'm speaking for myself. I know when I heard of new earth and I came as a volunteer and all the things, my, my simplicity thought, oh, I came into this life as Tracy, as a volunteer, and I, it was like just a one and done kind of thing, right? Well, mm-hmm. we got shown that we've been working on this ascension for a few decades and that we're finally at this point, and so that's why everybody wants to come in right now, because everybody's been taking turns in these, in this cycle of the great-great-grandfather, the grandfather, great-grandfather, grandfather father us and then our children and these children that are coming in are are those great 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 right (laughs) that are coming back now to yeah to uh, enjoy the fruits of the (laughs) labor kind of thing
0: right the new grandchildren are, are the grandparents from the past you know
1: yes and they're coming back because they've they've put their blood sweat and tears into making a pathway to ascension so that the next generation can make the next dent in it. And the next generation can make the next dent. And yes, we are doing ancestral clearing and healing of the land. And and it's been interesting because, you know, we were doing the heal ourselves. And then we were doing heal the, the ancestors. And now we're doing this thing. We did this thing where we're healing uh, the crystal or working on the grids and different things. And everybody's got a different version of that or however. But then I noticed that things started shifting to when we go into like the quantum healing hypnosis technique, and we take somebody into their past life, and in that past life, we're healing something for them in their current life, and it heals for them in that past life, right? It's like all time is now, it's healing. So they showed me that that version of them in the past life is now benefiting from the version of them in the future that healed. It's changing that that timeline or that that Mm. structure right okay now apply that moving forward we're here what happens in the future what healing did we are we going to do in the future that's going to be reflected upon all the traumas we experienced here and we'll start pulling that in and it's going to start healing all that trauma that we've been through in these lifetimes of healing the ancestors and healing the earth pain and healing all the stuff but also when we're doing the healing to heal the land and the imprint that it left on the land, like the wars when we have visions of being in wars and battles. And then we're we're like, okay, you got to heal that aspect of yourself that had to experience that war. Well, heal the land that it experienced it too. And so there's all this multidimensional quantum healing going on in these, these extraordinary ways that I'm just sitting here going, wow, I would have never thought. Oh yeah, there's a future part of me that, what if it's doing the same thing? It's saying, okay, I want to look at where this trauma come and it came from this lifetime. So they're going to come and experience this lifetime or view this lifetime like we would in a hypnosis session and, and they're going to heal that trauma and we have access to that healing now. So everybody go out and play with that.
0: That's pretty cool, because I always wondered how the changing of timelines work. You know, like if it already happened, how can you change that timeline? But yeah. that would make sense. you didn't you're not true you're you're helping to heal that timeline, yeah, but now going forward, it's kind of like you're being pulled into a certain direction going forward to get to you to change navigate to a different timeline.
1: Have you had a lot of people tell you that they're having a hard time remembering things? Hmm. He can't remember.
0: <laughs> I, that could be it. I can't remember them not remembering. <laughs> oh
1: my god! I so think.
0: Scary. Uh. I mean. I know. I remember. Suzanne had in her video, or I think she posted on Facebook that that she wasn't her client wasn't meant to remember to let go. You know, to let yeah. go of that past and everything. And I remember
1: that past is disappearing.
0: Right. So I remember saying something like, sounds good to me. That might explain <laughs> a few things. Cause somebody will ask me, like, oh, do you remember such and such from elementary? Or do you remember such and such from you know junior high? And I'm like, Man, oh yeah. No. Um, you gotta show me a picture. You gotta, you know, it had to be had to be very well known for me to remember. I was like they're like, well, what about this guy? And I'm like, man, I usually, I can understand the girls because, you know, you play with the guys more when, you, when yeah, you're yeah. younger. And then he, I was like, no, nah, nah, I don't know this guy. And then he mentioned Donnie. I was like, oh, okay. I I remember Donnie and the other Jason. I was like, they were bad. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to remember them. Right. <laughs> but man, it happens all the time. Or like such and such would say, do you remember me, you know, watching you when I was a kid? And I'm like, no. yeah so i was um, like no <laughs> this is
1: just me throwing out just a theory of if we're opening up to the healing that is there for us you know wherever it sits in our timeline if we are open to that coming in with our free will we invite the healing from from wherever it's coming from to come in and heal those timelines and heal the land and heal the things then wouldn't it make sense that the memory of those things fade if they are no longer sitting in that timeline as a trauma you know so now now when we go to look at down that timeline it's not there because it healed it, it was able to move on and move past that so that's one theory that i have of, or the fact that we are moving into different timelines and so maybe we jump to one where that event happened when we weren't the conscious <laughs> version that we are now wasn't there I had, I had one client in a QHHT session. She came to the Florida event too. And All right, She that's was like, cool. I don't remember any of my childhood. And I said, well, we're going to get some answers for that. We get into that. And I asked her higher self. I said, so why doesn't she remember her childhood? And the higher self, faster than I could barely get the last word out, says, because she wasn't in it. I was like, she wasn't in it. Tell me more. Well, yeah, she's she didn't come into her body till she was sixteen. There was another soul that was their mm. childhood version of it. For her. they wanted an experience. They did the childhood, and then she came in at sixteen, on the sixteenth birthday, and um, took it from there. And and she's in her twenties now. So okay, so just, that's pretty she's
0: actually interesting. Younger than
1: the soul that was that was playing the first part
0: so she's technically a walk-in right is that yeah Yeah. gotcha
1: so they had a they had an agreement that they would share that time i was like wow i don't i i've heard of walk-ins but you know like usually there's some sort of trauma that happens or something like that no it was just the birthday and they switched out happy
0: birthday uh, goodbye (laughs) i'm
1: out of here (laughs) see ya (laughs) deuces enjoy that <laughs> so have fun with I,
0: this one <laughs>
1: yeah there's just so many different things i i convoluted there isn't even a big enough word convoluted would be um too simple of a word to describe all the different ways and things and stuff that is in our in our world our universe our multiverse all of it
0: nice yeah i always thought like like man did i experience that you know like how how would i know if i'm not a walk-in or not but i guess as long as i can still remember some of my childhood you know
1: i do have another version of it for you because if some people are like well i don't know if i'm a walk-in or not and they're questioning it you may have had an experience where your soul is as a split apart. Like your soul is is too big to fit in this body all by itself, right? Mm-hmm. So you're an aspect of your soul.
0: extra download to something of yourself. Yeah.
1: So, so many people have been experiencing, myself included. When I started channeling Daniel, they said it's time to let go the the part of you that's tired, and we're going to bring in a new part. Said, okay, so so I I could feel a part of me. Like, did that happen today that energy you was tired energy yeah <laughs> today, you gonna you ready for the video i said i'm a little tired
0: <laughs>
1: so, maybe they're getting me ready for the next one they're like man she wore this one out way faster
0: <laughs> so we on like tracy you know 1.0 <laughs>
1: boom and then this new energy dropped in and i was like i think i was sitting under my pyramid when that happened and um and i thought I'm making that up. Did that just happen? I think I'm making that up. Well, then I did one of the Daniel journey things that I do um, about once a month. I'll do those. Mm -hmm. And in the journey, he took everyone through that experience. Everyone traded out the, the part of them that worked, that had done all that hard work with the traumas and everything to get to the awakening. That part got to go rest and decompress and heal while another aspect of the same soul came in. So it's still the same person. It's still the same soul. It's just like it got to go take an etherical vacation or something, come back energized and pump back up. So some people have had those experiences and I didn't know that it was an actual real thing other than what Daniel had taken us through. Um, Until a few months ago, somebody was telling me that they had that experience and it wasn't anybody that was on my radar and I was like, that's interesting. And I had a few people confirm that they've had experiences like that. So if you're not a walk-in, you could have just had a swap mm. out of your own, your own soul, bringing in a higher vibrational.
0: <clears throat> kind of like uh, an acclimation kind of thing, huh? Yeah. You know, you probably tap it into 25% disco around this part of your age, you know, your teens, and then, you know, you get older and then, mm-hmm. you know... You, some parts some parts of you twenty-five percent, you know, gets back uploaded and then you know now you downloaded thirty-five percent of your higher self or something. Right. Yeah. You know? And then as you get older or things change, probably the numbers just fluctuate, get bigger, <laughs> smaller.
1: <laughs> That's
0: cool. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. So we're going through a lot of changes. I know people are like, I don't know, is anything changing? Yeah, you're you are changing that. That would be similar to a DNA upgrade or, you know, your cellular body shifting, your mental, emotional, spiritual body shifting, all of these different layers to you, you know, yeah. you're your multidimensional being and you're feeling changes going on all around you all the time. And um, when do they call those uh, float tanks, like they're decompression chambers or whatever, you know, where it's just, it's dark and it's super quiet. And it's like I I myself, I've never been in one. It sounds to me like I would probably go nuts. What? It's super quiet and dark.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have I ever had that at, at any point in this life? I don't know. I think when I've gone camping and everything's so super dark and quiet. And it's like I'm used to something, some noise in the background. <laughs> so anyways, you know, I just I wonder how that helps to reset that energy too so that would be fun to hear comments if you've been in one of those Those. yeah
0: work- yeah absolutely what what comment below with
1: that? because i've always wondered and i've never actually done one but i've always wondered how i, I
0: would think it. that if you're in one of those chambers it has to quiet the mind and then if you can quiet the mind your higher self can
1: probably gonna have a really tap in room. more yeah
0: You know, I've heard that once before.
1: Mm.
0: No, besides, if you're watching this video, you're changing right now. If you're watching this,
1: (laughs) you're getting a cellular upgrade right now.
0: (laughs) Two for one special.
1: (laughs) Well, on that note, should I go get Daniel and see if he has?
0: Sure absolutely
1: otherwise you and i'll chat it up and and they'll be i know now we got like a knowledge
0: worth of uh quantum stargate information (laughs) that'd
1: be great i love it okay so i'm gonna go get daniel let's let's yeah
0: let's see what daniel has to say
1: he hasn't partied with you for a while so
0: i know he's probably like where you been lost soul where you been (laughs) but i forgot to ask earlier If anybody does cruises or if anybody loves cruises or interested in cruises, one day I would like to do like a meet and greet on a cruise ship. Nothing too fancy, you know, just get the ball rolling. And uh, if it's successful with the meet and greet, we can expand it off to maybe sessions and seminars and so on. But something simple. So if you do cruises or interested in cruises, leave a comment below. Send me an email, either one or... Uh, If you listen to this on podcast, same thing, go to the About Me page, go to my website, jasonvalet.com, and send me an email and let me know your thoughts about it.